Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Jello-Kun and Zach. First things first. Bitches? And Zach is probably like, what the fuck is going on? Because he can't hear the bumpers <laughs> when I... Yeah, I was just waiting. I'm like, I'll wait for my cue patiently. My time to strike. Exactly. We are back. Bonsai Beat. Episode 235. I'm That is Zach. As always, we're here to bring you the latest anime news. And by latest, I mean a month and a half late. But it's there, damn it. And by news, I mean no news. <laughs> It's almost like we need to restructure our whole format. We do. It's like, oh, we'll keep you up to date on... Well, no, we don't. And then <laughs> we don't have any news, because where I get my news is just turned into like video game reviews, and we won't review the current shows because we're a season behind. Yep. We're but we'll talk right. about things, and you can enjoy listening to whatever we talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I, we're going to have to somehow get enough benefit off of our own personality to make up for our lack of structure. Yes. So, speaking of video games... Oh, no. Persona 5 comes out soon. Oh, very soon. Like a week. So, Actually, eight days. they had the Persona 5 Golden anime, didn't they? Persona 4. Oh, it's Persona 4. Didn't they make a Persona 5 anime? They made a one-episode OVA before oh, the game. Oh, okay. Thought there was something, so it was yeah. no Persona Four, which I've seen. Man, they've gotten so much fucking mileage out of that. Oh yeah, that game. I mean, out. Persona Four especially. They made two whole twenty-four episode series about Persona Four. Yes, and a dancing game, and a fighting yeah. game, and a spinoff after spinoff after spinoff after spinoff. God damn! They can't be stopped. I mean, I'm super excited for Persona Five. Are you now? I have it all pre-ordered to be delivered by Amazon. I didn't get the collector's edition because it came with like a bag and a plushie. Oh, uh, that's like, what I was wondering. It was only eighty nine bucks, and I'm like, oh, huh. I mean, okay. I, well, what it came with was a plushie of Morgana, the like cat character, the bag, like a school bag, like they have in the game. Ooh. I mean, I'd never carry around in person. Yeah. yeah. So I don't need that. I don't need the plushie. A uh, soundtrack. I don't need that because I can just download it or find it on YouTube. Ah, oh, dude, the soundtracks are always amazing, though. For oh yeah, for sure. Things. I've already been listening to some of it on YouTube, but like, do I need the physical CD? My CD drive is unpowered in my computer to power my SSD. So I mean, they should just bring that on on, on USB stick. Seriously. Yeah, I don't know who's actually using the physical CD, so I don't need that. And then the only thing I liked from it 
was it came with the art book, like a hardcover art book, and like full of color and everything. And oh, cool. To me, that's cool. I love the art. Very stylish. But it's one of those things you look at once, you're like, okay, I saw it. Yeah. So, I mean, it just didn't appeal to me, but I got like the day one edition, which is like the same price or whatever, and it comes in like the little steel case, which yeah, is cool. Yeah, steel book. So, to me, that was worth because it didn't cost anything extra. Well, there you go. You decided to go back to high school? Actually, I can talk it up further than I have because I didn't own a PS4. I bought one last week just for this game. Oh, wow. It's sitting downstairs, like, plugged in, but I have not played it. It's just like I You got to update, though. I mean, you got to update that shit. (laughs) Right. I mean, I did. I I took it out and logged in my account. It's all ready. But the point is, I'm so hyped for the game, it got me to buy a PS4. Dude, I I bought a PS4 for Watch Dogs. And then I beat Watch Dogs and Last of Us, which was amazing, by the way. Last of Us was awesome. Go buy it. Go go get the remastered edition. It's like I, I did. I actually, to be fair, I did, but I haven't played it yet. Because I'm like, well, if I'm going to buy it early last week, I better get a game. But then I just didn't play it. So the only game I own is the, like, I got a pre-owned copy of the remastered for, like, 15 bucks. Nice. I'm like, I heard this was good, so. Yeah, then you also want to get, um... I've also wanted to play the Drake game. Uncharted, that's it. Drake? It's like I don't rapper. know. The rapper, yeah. <laughs> You're Drake the rapper trying to hook up with chicks and make <laughs> new hits. They did make a remastered version of Parappa the Rapper. Ooh. Like a couple weeks ago. Kick, punch, one, two. <laughs> <laughs> chop, chop. Now they just got to make another version of uh, Katamari Damashi. That'd be amazing. What is that? Dude, you've never heard of Katamari Damachi? No. <laughs> oh, God, it's amazing. So it's a PS2 game. You're uh, you're dropped on these lands, and you start with a little ball, and you go around collecting stuff. So, like, you'll be, like, in a house, and you'll mm-hmm. go around collecting, like, M&Ms and thumbtacks and small stuff to get your ball bigger. But then you move on to, um, like, pacifiers and building blocks and, like, uh, just normal stuff you see around the house. And you get these huge balls. And the point of it is to get your ball as big as you can within um, a certain amount of time. So you're just it's like a, a giant snowball? Kinda. Go. You gotta check out Katamari Damashi. It's fun as hell. It's funny. It's weird. It's from Japan. And it's kinda off the wall. Like there's one <laughs> I, I would have guessed with a name like that. There's like a one where you go to a farm and you start by like rolling up chickens. <laughs> It's amazing. It's a fun game. If they made a new version of it, it'd be awesome. But what are we reviewing today? I will be reviewing Kiznaiver. Kiznaiver. A show I finished recently. And I'll be reviewing Konosoba 2. A show about shows and games and love. Is it about all that? Sure. (laughs) If I say it, it must be true. Yeah, no, you're the you're the expert here. So what have you been In watching? In comparison, I'm still just the novice anime fan. <laughs> it's been that. six years now, but <laughs> you've re- you've leveled up. <laughs> what am I now, amateur? You're now um, semi-pro. Oh wow! I didn't think I'd be semi-pro in anything. So, what have you been watching? 
<laughs> for some reason, the first thing that popped into my mind that I wanted to say was, what haven't I been watching? But then, like, that implies I've watched a lot of things. <laughs> like, wait, hold the phone. I haven't watched anything. So, this season is continuing as normal. Luckily, the good thing about recording every month or so is I don't get bored about saying, well, I watched the next episode of blank. And it's like, <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> We've been talking about it. Like, I remember especially bad during the Sword Art Online 2 string of podcasts we did, where I felt like I talked about Sword Art Online for like a year straight, where you'd be like, what are you watching? And be like, okay, well, episode 18 of Sword Art Online 2. And you're like, yep, me too. And then we just move on. <laughs> like, those were the worst times, because there wasn't anything I wanted to watch. And you, you asked me like every two weeks, because we were recording so frequently, or on schedule. <laughs> but... I'm much more excited about what I've watched because it's been a while and I'm enjoying shows such as Interviews with Monster Girls. Um, started it just remembering fondly into the other Monster Girls show, you know, Monsume. Yep. And it's nothing like that, but I've been pleasantly surprised again and again. And the one I watched most recently didn't even focus on one of the girls, which really threw me off. It focused on the guy and... I won't spoil it, but basically um, the guy and then sensei who takes care of all the girls and stuff, and basically the whole driving point of the show is like him helping them, right, mm -hmm. in some way, or learning about them. And, but then his episode is about the principal coming to him and saying, don't you think it's unfair to all the other students that you only pay attention to the monster girls? And he, like, the principal talks to one of his coworkers and is like, isn't it creepy that he's spending all that time with those, like, underage girls? Oh, and yes. I thought that was, like, a very, I didn't expect it, one, and, like, a very interesting and mature thing for them to tackle. Because, like, most of the show is just, there's some issue, it's somewhat sad, mm -hmm. and then they overcome it, and yep. it's, like, almost like a feel-good show. I never expected to, like, throw real adversity most of the time. But I should have expected more because, like, the big confrontation they have in the beginning of, like, the bullying thing and the confrontation in the bathroom was, like, <laughs> uh, like a pretty mature thing, I guess. So I was really impressed with the latest episode. It was my favorite so far because it focused on him, and the girls had to cheer him up. And he had to, like, reevaluate why he was spending all of his time with the girls, with the monster girls, which is like something I don't see many anime shows do. They never no, question why character. normally it's like the people around you don't really matter in an anime. They're just yeah. there to drive It's a like in, a, in another anime, I wouldn't expect like the principal to confront him. The principal wasn't even a character, you know? And it's like suddenly he has to think about why he's so into that, whereas in most anime you're like, well, his character was just written to be so into that. Mm -hmm. Why does it matter, right? But it was really good. Um, so I really enjoyed that. I look forward to reviewing it. I am on 10 out of 12 of Gabriel Dropout. It's still the same. And I'm much less excited about it than I was in the beginning. Because, like, the characters are well-designed. They all have, like, their quirks, and they're very entertaining and funny. But then you just kind of get used to it. And now that it's been a whole three months... I'll finish it, and I enjoyed it, but nothing new's happened. It's like the complete opposite to the interviews with Monster Girls. It doesn't surprise me ever, you know? Yeah. So, so there's two ways to make an entertaining show. Make sure it's entertaining all the time and does nothing different. Or make sure it's entertaining and progresses, which maybe is harder, but 
Uh, Gabriel Dropout will be remembered fondly by a large variety of people because it's like very basic humor, I guess. It wouldn't turn anyone off to it, but it's not going to astound anyone, I think. It, it, it'll be forgotten, in, in is my prediction. Even though it's popular this season, it's going to be forgotten in the huge pile of comedy anime that's been over the years. Yeah, there was no really anything that stood out or you could make memes out of or whatever. Right, yeah, it's not memorable. It's, it does nothing new. It's really good for what it does, so, but... It's just, uh, I can't imagine, once there's a new comedy show, you know, like next season's Konosuba or something, if that mm-hmm. exists, then everyone's going to forget about this show. Is there a lot of talk at Kono? I didn't see much. I haven't seen, well, it's also like only 10 episodes, and I think it's been like over for two weeks, so I think we're actually oh, behind. Oh, okay. But So maybe you haven't seen something in a while, because it's actually just not even airing anymore. Gotcha. But it, it was talked about frequently as it was ending you know, so obviously Konosuba I watched you watch you're going to review it but most exciting is on show notes or comments for episode 234 which we've done a month and a half ago um, people made multiple comments that were very nice I don't know if you want me to read them no go ahead okay so one of the comments is related to what show I was going to talk about this first one is not and it says, nice by Animation Joseph says, nice discussion of anime podcasts at the beginning. Because that was the episode we talked about. Complaints and compliments we have over other uh, podcasts. Uh, even though you guys don't release as often, he probably dislikes us for this one. Dude, um, anime, Joe always... has, anime Joe has been listening to us for years. He is a, uh, he is a very uh, loyal listener and a loyal commenter. Yeah, I recognize his picture, so I must have responded or some of his other comments. Uh, Even though you don't release as often, you've always been my personal favorite anime podcast. Whether an episode drops, or whenever an episode drops, it gets moved to the top of my playlist. I've been listening since Zach joined, just by circumstance. Hey, what a loyal fan, and I guess that's been a while, because I can say it's already four and a half years. Um... Congratulations on 10 years, and congratulations on 5 years, Zach. Oh, I'm sorry. Congratulations on 10 years, Jello. Congratulations on 5 years, Zach. Almost 5 years. Yeah, almost. Well, it'll almost be 10 years, too. 10 years next year. Oh, I think it was early 08. Like, no, it was. 07, I think. December of 07? I think we released in, like, January of 08, something like that. We're getting there. Yeah, we're almost there. Keep on doing what you're doing and take it easy. So that was very nice. Yeah, thanks, Anime Joe. Appreciate it. It's always nice to hear that. Yeah. And you you thanked him. And then someone who I assume is the same person left sort of the similar comment. Because one is Connor Mainwold left a comment. And one is Mainwardo Kona. <laughs> Which to me is just the Japanese version of his first name. Doesn't that sound the same to you? Yeah, it could be. (laughs) (laughs) To me, it's the same. But the first person, Connor, says, Dear Bonsai Beat, my name is Connor Mainwald, and I love this podcast. I have one question. Are you going to review Kuzo no Honkai? Or, in English, Scum's Wish. I added that part because I know it now that I looked it up. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to read this, and have a great day. Um, 
Hmm. Yeah, we're we're pretty busy, so <laughs> thanks. Yes, we're so busy. <laughs> um, I definitely look into it. I, I I don't even know what it is, to be honest. I'll I'll talk about it because this is what prompted me to read the comments because I checked out the show. So I said, "Thanks for taking the time to post your comment. I'll be checking out that airing show you mentioned and talk about it next episode." Well, little did I know I'd have a whole month to do so, but I did check it out, and I'm just going to assume they're the same person, because the next person says, are you guys going to review Kuzu no Honkai? Cause e so e it's either really popular and everyone wants us to talk about it, or it's the same person twice who really, <laughs> who really wants us to talk about it. But either way, I'm going to satisfy them. There you go. And Kuzu no Honkai, or Scum's Wish, I checked out the first episode of, and it wasn't on Crunchyroll, so I had to like seek it out elsewhere and it was it had like the most uh, see i actually thought about this for like a whole month of how okay. i would describe it and okay. i couldn't actually think of a better word so maybe you can help me but the first episode i'll give you the basic premise has these two high school characters one's a girl and one's a guy the girl's the main character and she's always loved her next door neighbor who is older than her her next-door neighbor becomes the teacher for her class in high school. He's, like, I don't know, slightly older than me. He's, like, 25. He's, like, out of school, and he's, like, a high school teacher now. Gotcha. She's always loved him, like, since they were kids. How old is she in high school? Uh, like, 16, 17. I think they're, like, juniors. They're, like, almost the senior class, I think, is what they say. So she's, like, old enough to be in a relationship. She's, like, 17. Um... So she really wants to, like, date the guy or whatever. But he likes another teacher. This other teacher is a girl. We'll just I'll clarify. I would assume. Well, okay. have <laughs> you, you can't heard... assume anything about their sexuality, mm, perhaps. Nah, that's true. Uh, have you heard the saying, don't dip your pen in the company ink? Right, yeah, don't date your coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they don't. They don't care, so they're talking and, like, they're slowly becoming... Not even slowly. The show, first episode, progresses quickly. He's very much into her, and he wants to date her. The girl's upset because she can't compete with this attractive, older, other teacher. Mm -hmm. Apparently, there's very attractive teachers in their high school. And um, then she meets this guy, this other high schooler in her... Or one of the classes, I don't know if it's her class specifically, who likes the girl teacher... And the relationship progresses very quickly so that in the first episode, he's, like, stripping her down, the, the other student, because, like, they initially meet when she's, like, left out of the conversation between the two teachers. Like, the guy just starts ignoring her, and she gets all upset and runs away and runs, like, headfirst into the guy. And he's like, oh, did that hurt? Like... And it's kind of like a play on words because, like, did it hurt your feelings and did it hurt to run into me, you know? Yeah. And she's like, yes, very much. And then they, like, hug or whatever. And then the relationship's just started. And you kind of just got to assume it happens, whatever. But then they're, like, back at his house. And it's, like, very – it's very uh, – hmm. see, I was going to use the word mature, but now I'm unsure how to yeah, use it. Yeah, I was going to say – it's very mature for an anime because it progresses quickly in the relationship and then they just like strip down on the bed and he makes out with her. With the teacher? He... No, no, no. With, with the, the student? Girl that... Yeah, the student that ran. Oh, okay, okay. Wait, oh, so it's okay. the two students now. Okay. And they're like, okay, we both can't have what we want. Why don't we date each other? So that's why the show is like called The Scum's Wish because they both feel like 
inherently like dirty about it, mm-hmm. but it's like something they both want. So they're the replacement for relationship each, for, for each other. Yeah. That they that they both can't have. So it's an interesting take on like the love square, love triangle thing. And it was very mature because it's like it's not like hentai, obviously. It's not sex for the sake of it, but they're like they're stripped down and they show it and like on their bed and stuff. They're gonna fuck. They're gonna, yeah. They're gonna, well, no. Okay. They make a point of saying, them, like, be like, ah, oh, that's to show them. It progresses. She gets like all sweaty, right, and like blushed, and she's like, "My body's so hot." And he's like, "We're not gonna have sex, and we probably never will." And that's like the statement he makes. And I can see how it's gonna be used for like better effect throughout the show, but it just seemed really weird when he delivered it. Because mm-hmm. he's like, "No," she like puts his finger to her lips, and he's like, "We're never gonna have sex." You know it can't be like that. You can't, you can't <laughs> like, have the D. Right. So it was very good. Uh, huh. The, the, I actually liked it immensely. Um, my description doesn't give it a lot of substance. How, but how, how many episodes is it? Because th- honestly, that sounds really intriguing. It's going to be 12, and it's progressing at the correct pace for 12 episodes, in my opinion. And it was it was very good and very mature. It was refreshing to have like a relationship anime that didn't start out with like 10 episodes of them like fucking up trying to do their advances you know or or oh my god he's coming I got, oh my god he glanced <laughs> at me we got a hk had that approach and i loved it too so i can't always flame shows that are like over the top reactionary but mm-hmm. um but yeah it was it was like an intense first episode and the direction and the art and like the characters were all really good yeah it looks like it's up to episode 11 right now yeah, that makes sense. Most oh, of all the I'm, shows I'm following are wrapping up around 11. So. I'm going to definitely go grab a copy of this and check it out because that sounds interesting. I, I like the more mature relationship shows. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, they've always been a little sick. You've got to step back a little bit and turn your brain off. But um, no, it's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, this yes. sounds like very mature or adult and... Of course, you only want episode in. Who knows where it goes? Right. But judging by the first episode, it was very good. And the opening for the show teases other characters. And, like, I'm very curious how they're going to fit, like, there's, like, three other girls that, like, are clearly other main characters because they all have their own design, you know, in the opening. And it's, like, well, are they going to be competition for the teacher? That doesn't make sense because, like, that's already something the show said is unattainable. Are they competition for the guy she, like, half dates? So I, I'm very intrigued to see how they fit more characters in there. Yeah, I'm going to definitely check it out this week. So I'm very glad that was brought to my attention by one or more people. I don't know. but <laughs> Well, thank you, Connor. Yeah, I was, I was very impressed. No, it definitely sounds interesting. I uh, wonder why I didn't get picked up on like Crunchyroll or something. It also says, would you, would you like a... Oh, okay. This person is offering something I didn't read. He offered a basic summary or information such as the studio, but um, studio lurch. Do studios, like, do studios, like, when you're looking at anime, you're like, obviously Trigger, you're you're fond of because Little Witch Academia. Oh, boy. And Kiznaiver today. (laughs) Also Trigger. So there you go. But, I mean, like, when you see, like, Madhouse or Studio Parrot or... Koi Annie, you know, do you like, oh shit, I gotta watch it, because they made a boatload of my favorite shows. 
That, that... No, that generally doesn't factor into my decision. I mean, like you said, unless it's Trigger, like, you foldable, like, another Fate series, you know? <laughs> but... Um... So for you, it's the it's still the material, it's still the... Just because it's the studio. Yeah, it's still the material. Although, to be fair, clicking on Lurch, they've done a lot of shows I enjoy. Machine Doll, Monster Masume, Danganronpa, um, Assassination Classroom. Oh damn! Of course, they didn't write it, so you know. Right. But yeah, it's, no, but, that's cool. But I mean, if you enjoyed the show, then clearly they did it justice or something. All right, so I just downloaded all eleven of them. God bless! I love Gigabit Internet. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I click it, it's like done. They haven't done that many shows in general, but all the ones they have done that I've seen, other than Assassination Classroom, I've enjoyed. <laughs> oh, I didn't mind Assassination Classroom. I should really review that one of these days. I haven't watched season much of season two though. Watch like the first two or three episodes of season two. Season two has better reviews overall, but really? I mean, okay, that's also because people that don't like it, like me, dropped out. Yeah, skewing the rest of the scores off. Last class wasn't that bad. It was a fun watch. Yeah, I didn't give it enough time. You're a terrible perhaps. person. So, yeah, very exciting. Did I watch anything else? I got so into that one. Little Witch Academia, another trigger show. That's a TV series that's also airing this season. Um, they finally made a full-length show, 25 episodes. They're only 12 in or whatever, and they have to continue it this coming season. Now I almost want to pause the recording, watch the first episode, and come back with my findings. Well, I'm glad I got you excited about now it. I'm all excited, you bastard. <laughs> well, all good. Right. I did justice talking about it. But you can't stop because our time is precious. It is. We're gonna die soon. Yeah. The way Who knows things are we'll going? Finish if we stop now. Exactly. It might take another month. Yes. Um. So yeah, speaking of new anime, we got a new season coming up. I think the highest one, obviously, is Attack on Titan. Everybody, season two. My one wish is there's less talking. I don't need to be expounded. Like, I just remember the episode with The Rock. And all they did was talk about how they have to move The Rock. <laughs> You're like, there's like three episodes of General Pixis yelling at them about The Rock. <laughs> yes. Like, this is the most important rock and they tell your freaking Attack on Titan uh, uh, cannon. Yeah, his whole family in town was like destroyed in the first episode. But then it took three episodes to describe a rock and how they're going to move it. And then they moved it and it didn't matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was very let down by the amount of... Maybe that's an allegory for life. Because you can spend more time than you do on anything, but in the end it didn't matter. There you go. Wow. Lincoln Park what, was right. What? Yeah, what poignant <laughs> Lincoln Park slash anime commentary. With, you know, every song, every AMV back in the uh, early 2000s where uh, Lincoln Park... <laughs> yeah, naturally there's just a great connection between Lincoln Park and anime. Yep. Yep. But no, um, I just I, want to find out what the fucking key is for on his neck. Oh, That's why wow. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna like, what is the key to? Maybe it if opens up this season. I'm done. Maybe it opens up the uh, the pendant around uh, um, what's his face's neck and uh, and Niskoi. And Niskoi, exactly. Ichigo. Ichi, Ichi, yeah, Ichijo's. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look the same, but that never stopped them from saying it might open it before. 
<laughs> so it might just it might just work, and the one that looks like an obvious fit doesn't work. So exactly, Aaron is the true best girl. <laughs> Man, I love Nisqoy though. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the next season of that? Uh, what are we? Season three. Haru was like the perfect character. Yeah. Season three or season four now? I don't remember. I think it'll be three, although technically season one was like 24 episodes instead of 12. Uh, well, here's one from April. Nisekoi. Our Nisekoi. Yeah, I haven't watched the OVAs if there's any, so I guess I could watch that. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about next season. Oh, so apparently Shaft has no plans at this time. Season two did horrible. What? Apparently it did. Season two was... Better. Dude, it seems like they can just print money. Like, even though it like, doesn't do good, like, people obviously like the show. And, and people that do like the shows are buying all the figures that come out, I'm sure. They just need to go over-the-top merchandising for the show. It has every character's best girl. It could sell so much stuff. Yep. 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 <sighs> I'm upset. I want more new coin. It's so shiny. So much head tilt. <laughs> so much girls. So many sparkles. Yeah, so many sparkles, girls, and head tilt. I'm into it. We got the second season of uh, Hero Academia. Just saw them watch the first one. I don't know. It, it didn't came out it. at a time where like Mob Psycho was out, and they looked similar, but I don't know if that's true. Yeah. And then you got your show, Psychano, How to Raise a Boring Girlfriend Season 2. Oh, I love that first season. I'm excited. The problem is, is it almost got diluted. I guess people that like the other girls in the show... I like the blonde hair girl and the other, like the one that's boring, right? And then, the, so the childhood friend and the boring girl were the best girls. People will be upset with that maybe, but they can fight me. <clears throat> and then they added tall tsundere girl, the aesthetic band girl, and amateur artist girl. What the fuck's a static and... band? What's a static band? Static band? Like I head. said is static. Oh, is that? I was like, what the fuck? Static band, but is static band character. So, you know, the Genki girl okay, that plays yeah, yeah, instruments. Yeah, yeah. Yep, she plays the flute. Who's also lewd because, like, she's I'm... the only comfortable with their sexuality character. So, it just added all these so deluded is it, tropes. Is it, is it an American Pie the anime? Yeah, basically. Awesome. <laughs> That's giving it too much credit. It's two best girls the anime with a weak protagonist guy who draws manga who then, and wants to make a game, who then adds all these other characters with too many tropes. So to me, even though I enjoyed it, by the end it was kind of watered down, and I'm afraid that the second season just, it spreads itself too thin. Well, maybe there'll be more girls with more bands. and. No, I don't want any more girls. (laughs) I want just them to go back to two. Two was enough. You just need childhood friend and a competition character. And any love triangle is perfect. What about Kaijo? What if we had more Kaijo coming? Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I could watch Kaijo pretty much at any time. Like, I imagine 10 years in the future, when I'm 34, if they're like Kaijo season 5, I'm like, finally, I've been waiting for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Your I'm ready, ready to watch it. <laughs> I can't imagine I'd ever get sick of it. It's the perfect formula of uh, fan service and sports show. There you and go. Then we, uh, well, I'm not going to mention every show. We're just going to skip to the next one I want to watch. 
the spinoff for Can You Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon with... Oh, more Hestia. Yeah, except Eyes Wallenstein is the main character in this one. It's not like the sequel, it's like a spinoff. Oh, no Hestia then. Yeah, perhaps no Hestia. It just shows her and like her guild people on the front. Gotcha. Uh, we got another action fantasy thing. I don't even know how to say that word. It looks bad. It looks like Magical Wars, but... Uh, let's see. Aeromanga Sensei. Oh, that sounds... That looked awful. <laughs> yeah, it does. Oh, I, God. I had my hopes up from, like, the name of it. I'm like, oh, it could be another lewd, funny show. And then I saw the scenes, I'm like, ugh. Oh, no. So, so read the synopsis <laughs> for anybody. The new sibling romantic comedy revolves oh. around... Wow, oh, I, didn't oh, even... I didn't start with that. I didn't even know I had that tagline. For the fuck's preview sake. looked bad enough, and I didn't know they were related. But it revolves around Masamune Izumi, a light novel author in high school. Masamune's little sister is Suguri, a shut-in girl who hasn't left her room for an entire year. She even forces her brother to make and bring her meals when she stomps the floor. Masamune wants his sister to leave her room because the two of them are each other's... Uh, only family. Masamune's novel illustrator, pen name, Aramanga Sensei, draws extremely perverted drawings and is very reliable. What does that even mean? His pen name is reliable. No, no, no. She's very reliable. No, no. It's talking about the guy. Ready? Yeah. I'll read it again. Masamune's novel illustrator... Pen name, Aromanga Sensei, so that's his pen name, yeah. draws extremely perverted drawings and is very reliable. Yeah, her sister, his sister is the one who does it all, who draws the drawings, but he doesn't know it's her. No, he's the one that draws them. Maybe. No, keep, keep reading. However, the truth is revealed that his, Aromanga Sensei, is his own younger sister. Ha! Oh. Oh, wow. That's yeah, that looks terrible. It does. I was like, what the fuck? Hey, she's younger. How the fuck How the fuck do these kids know about anything? It's because she did it with her brother. Oh, you had to go there, Zach. <laughs> what the fuck? It's anime. It's assumed. Everything that's a societal norm is inverted True. in Japan. So... Uh, skipping through, I want to see battle action girl Machiavellianism. Just because I want to see how they make an all-girl anime based on Machiavelli, who wrote like the most prolific piece of literature on how to be a cruel leader. <laughs> <laughs> like, in 1500s Italy. So I want to see how they somehow use his name to make an all-battle girl anime. I'm very excited for that. It's basically, I think it's just called Battle Girl Machiavellianism, which is, like, hilarious. So, can't wait for that. Uh, skipping? Skipping? I don't see anything else interesting, really. Well, there you go. We got Yu-Gi-Oh! Virgins, or V-Reigns. Virgins. <laughs> <laughs> we got Duel Masters, Wow. Wow, I thought there was more to watch, honestly. Yeah, sorry there's not like 75 new anime out. 
And the industry's dying, Zach. Didn't you I mean, know? there's basically 75, but I mean, as far as ones I want to see, none. <laughs> there's more Little Witch Academia, TV shorts, no, movies. Well, I know John will like this stupid magic fighter guy movie. I forgot the name of the show. <laughs> <laughs> It's the there's so many fucking magic high school shows that came out at the same time. What is this one called? I won't be happy until I figure out its name. Adaptation Mahoka Coke. I don't even know how to say this. Fuck. If John was here, he'd know. But it's basically the magical high school one where the guy is the OP character with the little sister who loves him. Oh. Which could be any show. Still, I described. Could be Charlotte. Yeah. Wow, Charlotte was good. Until it wasn't. <laughs> exactly. All right. Ready to get into DVD picks? Mm, I don't know if I'm done ranting about this. Oh, I know there's a new, like, uh, Fate Ilya movie coming out. Is it just which... them kissing for 45 minutes? I hope. <laughs> I never even watched season two because of that's, that's what it became. I'm like, wow, I love the Fate series. Can't wait to see some fighting. And then it's like, watch these two 12-year-old girls make out with Tom. Oh, dude, Zach, or not Zach, uh, Zolar has been IMing me. He wants to do an episode or two. And one of the episode, shows he brought up was Ilya. Oh, no. And I'm like, he's like, dude, you gotta watch it. I'm like, I, I own season one. I'm he's surprised like, oh, wasn't okay. he the one who... And then... Well, maybe maybe he never talked down fan service, but I thought he had similar opinions to me. I'm pretty surprised much. he... I'm dude, surprised I was like, he dude, that turns into lesbian stuff. And he's like, no, it doesn't. Like, he even got there yet. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, she needs the mana. It's for her own good. Yes. Go watch Quasar No Stigmata. No is, that stigma. the bre- is that the breast milk one? It is. I can't say I won't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so we're done. But I want to do an episode with him if he wants to. Yeah, I'll talk to him. He wanted to review Akka 13. I tried watching it the other day. Or, or yesterday. And... I'm like, all right, I think this thing promotes smoking. I'm done. (laughs) But yeah, no, we'll definitely get them on here soon. Anywho, DVD picks. It's another week and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. All right, all the way down to March 26th, March 28th, Babel 2. From 1992. Wow, this is like... Babble? This is like your generation of anime. Oh, thanks. Back in my day, we didn't have computers. (laughs) When you were like... Six. (laughs) I was. (laughs) We got Horus, Prince of the Sun. Fairy Tale, Collection 7. Happy Object, Part 2. Inuri Konkon. Luck and Logic. That is a cool name, but I have never heard of it. Uh, Steins Gate movie, for some reason. Apparently it took them three years to dub it. I was like, what the fuck? I'm thinking about buying it, though. I got $70 worth of of Amazon credit. And I was like, oh, man, the disappearance of uh, Haruhi-chan. The movie is coming out on Blu-ray. And it fit nicely in my premium Blu-ray set of Haruhi. (laughs) <laughs> and then they've got the uh, Steins Gate. So I'm thinking about buying it because I already own both on DVD on Blu-ray. So, have you seen it? I thought we reviewed it. 
Yeah, we did, but I don't know if it was just me or if you saw it too. I thought I saw because they go to like to a motel in like America. They were like in Las Vegas or something. No, that was the OVA. Uh maybe I haven't seen it then. The movies where Okabe goes missing and Makise, the girl with red hair, has to undo the timeline to find him. Oh shit! No, I haven't. Well, the, uh... the movie's really good. Okay, then it's a purchase then. Yeah, it's, nope, it's super it. good. I don't know if the dub adds to it. Twenty-four. Although the, do I like the dub? The dub, the the dub of the show is really good, so it the movie's was. probably good. I love the dub. So, so yeah. See, now it sucks it. though. Like you said, it's been like three years. Like yeah. I remember, <laughs> um, uh, what's her face? It's like I remember being all amped up about it, and then it was like, okay, that happened. Like they did a bad job of like, Steins Gate came out years ago now. I mean, that's true with most movie releases. There's, like, plenty of movies that come out I want to see, like Psychopaths, and uh, though I don't love Sword Art, Sword Art, but, like, Ale and the Wixis one. The problem yeah. with movies is they can't release it right away on DVD, and they can't dub it right away. It's a theatrical release, so it's very hard to consume anime movies in the West, I feel, because, like, the hype dies down before you can even get your hands on them. Yeah. So I I recommend it. I did somehow see it like three years ago. So we got Tenchi Muyo War on Geminar. That thing's been released a bazillion times. <laughs> Diabolic Lovers Two More Blood. More Blood. Sounds like a sequel that to was quick. Oh, yeah. Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? And Boruto. <laughs> yeah, so Boruto is like the new version of you, Naruto, apparently. I like how it's Boruto. Wait, 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 wait. It's already out? I thought they just started it started airing here soon. Apparently Viz Media is releasing it already. Oh, wait, it's a movie. Maybe the show's starting. Okay. This is Boruto, the movie. I like how they include that it's boring in the movie title, so you're not tricked. Are you ready for another season of Boruto? Boruto. It's so boring. Hyperdimension Neptunia Complete Collection. I like the games, but I don't think I could watch a show based on the games. Uh, Girls Beyond the Wasteland. I feel like that's like a show I could have seen, you know, because it's like Day Without God and like Girls Beyond the Wasteland. Sounds like a show I would have watched, but I don't remember. Mobile Suit Gundam 0083. I already own that. Mobile Suit Gundam Movie Trilogy. Do you own that? Oh, no, I do not. There you go. Dude, it's I couldn't sub- watch it. The first it's sub epi- only, though, so I don't know. The first episode is like, oh, the ship is coming in. Depressurize the wings. All right, put them to 90 degrees. It's like super meticulous. I'm like, done. <laughs> I haven't watched it since. Change pitch to 17 degrees. Oh, dude, it was. Like, it was pulls up on, that. like, the stick for he, piloting. No, exactly. That's all it was. It's like, all right, engaging thruster. <laughs> like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, It's like a space documentary. <laughs> yeah. Docking. Takes, like, five minutes. <laughs> it probably does. It's probably, a trans- it's probably a transformation scene during the docking sequence. <laughs> You know what show I found out? We're gonna, well, actually, I'll finish this because we're almost done. Martian successor, Nadesco. Nadesco? Again? That, what is that? Blu-ray? Yeah. Ah, okay. And DVD again. Damn. Right Naruto start. Shippuden, set 30. Okay, so here we go. Now I can be sidetracked. So a show I found out about recently is Macross. Yeah. 
Macross? I've never heard of it, but apparently it's like space battles with, okay. Macross with idols. Is frontier is called Voltron in the West. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Wow. But I want to see like Japanese dubbed idols singing in space with space battles. Go watch the movie. Um I watched it, it was pretty good. And I've never watched any fucking uh, Voltron or anything. It was, um... Oh, what the fuck was it? It was... Oh, what was it? It was like... It was like First Love or something like that? To me, it sounded very exciting. It was like, this is the space opera genre. I'm like, this sounds great. Wow, it's a really famous movie. Apparently not famous enough to remember. <laughs> huh. I don't know. That just reminded me because I was reading. You were talking about Gundam. I'm like, space shows and mecha shows never really appealed to me, but that sounded pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, what was it here called? Do You Remember Love? That's what it was. Macross, Do You Remember Love? Hmm. From 1984, and it's about an idol who sings, and it's yeah. I think that's what you're thinking of. Yeah, that sounds great. It was. You should watch it. We should review it. I'll have to watch it again. All right. Totally into the space opera. All right. Um. Well, that's all the airing. Well, there you go. <laughs> I don't think I can pick anything this week. I'm picking fucking Steins Gate, man. Okay, yeah, me too. <laughs> but I've seen it, so. Uh, all right. Uh, I'll get into Kona Super real quick because it'll pretty much be a short review. All right. Kiz Narvi. Okay, Kiz Narvi. Yeah. Uh, there used to be a wrestler called Kizarni. I always think of that name when I think of Kiz Narvi. Which still isn't Kiz Narvi. Whatever. Shut up. Close. It's like the three degrees of separation for anime titles. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think of hot dogs when I think of a show that starts with H. <laughs> which is almost what you said. Jesus. Konosuba Season 2 is pretty much Konosuba Season 1. Just not as funny. So it picks up right after Season 2 or Season 1. And same characters, same everything, except now they just get into wacky adventures and they don't even progress at all doing anything. Uh, to be fair, they leave the town for the first time. Oh, pfft, yeah. And they go back to it. <laughs> yep. So, season two is kind of weird. It's only ten episodes. And the first, like, eight are just random hijinks, random quests. I find it funny that the town now has accepted the their guild as like I don't know, like they're like the they're like the the mascots, I guess, of the yeah. starter town. Very much like the the poster children. <laughs> but they don't accomplish anything in this uh, this season. Like it's just more aqua crying and being a goof and being molested. Being whatever, sure. 
Um, the one interesting thing they did, though, was, like, Kazuma was, like, building stuff from today and then, like, selling them. Mm-hmm. He made, like, the Kotatsu and stuff. Yeah, so I'm like, when has he ever been handy? He said he picked up that skill for business. Oh, that's right. But that's the thing that pisses me off about this season. Because they were poor. Yes. This is the thing that pisses me off, though, this whole season. Now he can just be like, oh, I gained this capability. Mm-hmm. You don't see it. Like, yeah, you never, never see any of it. He's see. like, good thing I trained Snipe. And you're like, oh, I guess he trained that. Yep. <laughs> Um, Do I really want to see him level each ability, though? Not really. Not really, but it still would have been nice to be, like, at least showing, like, I, I don't know, like, for a game, like, uh, this is what kind of frustrates me about Konosuba in general. I don't know where it's supposed to be. Like, the main goal is to, like, defeat the Devil King, but then he actually dies and meets Iris, and then, like, falls in love with her for some reason. She pants then, her bra. What's that? And she pads her bra. Yes, exactly. But then he's like, well, I can just go back as a baby. Like, I thought it was either or. Like, you can't yeah. do both. But no, now apparently you can just be like, oh, I'm sick of this game. I'm going to go be a kid again. And dying seems to have no consequence. He always comes back. Yeah, because of Aqua. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> no, I mean, like, this whole season... Was just them doing random stuff. My favorite thing, what I think, was the big ass frogs. Mm-hmm. But, Which is like from the first season, anyway. So. Oh yeah, you're right. They fight the giant slime frogs in like episode three or something when they first meet Megumin in season one, uh, yeah. and I'm like, wow, this is the same episode except now the people that suspect him for stuff is there. Yeah. So it's like yeah, it's the same. It's the exact same. Yeah. But, I mean, that's that's what people signed up for. And then it's the same but less funny. Uh, to be fair, I did like the like two episodes Darkness got. I thought <sighs> Darkness versus... Well, you discussed your issue with it last time, but Darkness versus like the other uh, Dark Lord servant guy was pretty funny. Yeah, but now it seems like the fact that she's a noble, and now that it's known... She can just get out of anything, like, oh, I'm a noble. And that, like, automatically is like, oh, oh, okay, move on. Yeah, but at least the show acknowledges that, because, like, even in their last predicament in the show, they're like, quick, Kazuma, come up with your get-out-of-whatever-get-out-of-anything scheme. And he's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then they do it, and I don't know. No, I mean, I just found a lot of the episodes to just be, like, Aqua crying all the time, or them yelling, and... Mm. A lot of repetitive animation. Yeah. I'd say 10% of the show was Aqua crying and rocking back and forth. They recycled that animation sequence over and over. And I liked the first episode towards the end of the Water Springs. I thought it was good that, like, her cult is almost like a multi-level marketing scheme, you know? (laughs) Yes, that was funny. And it's funny how they all tried to get... Kazuma to buy into it. How do you spell your like... name? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, there was some... Don't get me wrong. This wasn't bad. Um, you know, this wasn't... Watching this, it was 10 episodes. It wasn't a waste of time. But... Uh, when I watch anime, especially a second season, 
I want there to be plot progression. I can tell you there was none, in my opinion, or very, 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 very small amount. They, they still haven't become a good guild. They, you know, they, they just happen to luck in. What that pisses me off is they always kind of luck into stuff. Or they'll actually produce something as a team, but it always goes afoul. But somehow they make it happen because someone else steps in. Uh, for example, Wiz. She steps in and fixes things. Or, you know, someone from the town will step in and help. And Or you know, it was never just yeah. them, like, finding the... they You know, they're still... Goofballs, you know they're still. It's the point of the show. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's not a serious show. No, and I get that. But yeah. But it'd be nice to see them be like, "Hey, we've been doing this now for nine months or however long they've been together, and now we're starting to come together as a team." And like, there just doesn't seem to be any. <laughs> that was your complaint first season, though. So it's your fault for expecting it to be any different this season. <laughs> that is true, but it's your own fault for expecting it to be like a serious video game show because it's not, and it's the world is better to not have another serious video game I, show. I agree, but I can only take so much of Aqua crying. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's fair. Complain about the lack of or or or. Um, darkness in her, like, oh, yeah, I love being abused and, you know, mm-hmm. all that. I'm like, okay, I get it. Fuck. All their characters are one-dimensional, which is fine until you get Although the cat was the best. Mm-hmm. I was thinking in that bathing scene, like, how, how do I get the cat in the water? Cats hate water. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's some sort of special demon cat. Yes. But I, I wanted... Uh, Mega Means rival to be a real character. Yeah, I liked her. So yeah, to be fair, they introduced a couple new characters, but they're very minor characters. There was a character who was like rivals with Mega Man back when they were in like school, and mm-hmm. they challenge each other to duels all the time, and she always loses, and Mega Man always wins, usually by underhanded tactics. Mm-hmm. So, she was kind of a fun character because she was always happy, but. Like always, like Mega Man didn't want anything to do with her. Um, that's that's really about it. I mean, honestly, I don't have a lot to say about Kono Super Two. I mean, I'm not gonna go super in depth because the show isn't worth the time. The show, it's a fun watch. If you liked season one, you're gonna like season two because it's exactly what season one was. I guess for me, I was just kind of like, okay, what what now? What now? Like, why should I continue watching this show? Like they don't gain, they don't ever gain anything. They win millions of coins and then they lose them somehow. You know, like, <laughs> like they spent the night drinking away with everybody, trying to be, you know, Jay Z or something. You know, buying yeah. shots for everybody. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I try not to be too harsh because I mean, I find myself laughing a lot. It's clever and funny. It is. It's one of those shows where you just so can't... like they're good at making a comedy, but yeah, how many seasons before it gets stale? And maybe that's yeah. the season for you. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, Aqua's stupidness was like, okay, she's a dunce. Forget it. You know, like you said, everyone's, everyone is one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. So, I gave it a six. Um, You'll like it if you like season one. I don't know. I just didn't really... I watched it. I blew through it. And I was like, all right. That was Konosuba. Yay. Moving on. So. Yeah, I gave it a seven. I mean, it's a good comedy. 
but it's not the best I've seen, and it's not new. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right. And I'm just waiting for more high school DXD, <laughs> which people could say is the same each time, but yeah, yeah I love that show. Hey, at least they have nudity. Yeah, I'm waiting for season four. New girls, new nudity, nudity. more hilarious dubbed lines. I don't know how they get permission to dub it the way they do, but it's hilarious. Um, it's almost like they're just allowed to like <laughs> like ad lib it like most of the time. The lines are well written, but don't seem forced. It's great. Gotcha. Let's see. But we're not going to review that because I've already reviewed that. I'm going to talk about Kizniver, a trigger show that I finished before Little Witch Academia. I've only seen one episode of that. It's something I want to watch like all at once. It's hard to watch. Like I got so used to watching it in movie form because there's only been two movies that it feels bad when I have to watch it episode to episode. So I'm just going to wait. Um, so anyway, Kizniver, first I want to make the comparison, this is basically Trigger's version of Kokoro Connect, because the show is about, um, six, I want to say, eventually seven, but initially six teenagers that are kidnapped from high school and brought to this lab, where they're part of the Kizniver exper experiment, not experience, I guess it's an experience too, <laughs> but, <laughs> but... They all get like this scar thing and it lights up and it looks like the trigger symbol or like the same star symbol that the Academy had, I should say, in uh, Kill the Kill. Ah, okay. It's the exact same symbol. To me, it's the tr it's synonymous with trigger at this point. <laughs> I don't know if it comes up in all their shows, even like the, okay, well, we're not there yet. But so anyway, they all get this little scar and they're supposed to share each other's pain, physical pain. And the point of the program was... The city where they're currently living was part of a project X amount of years ago. I want to say 15, 16. Yeah, 15 sounds right. Where in order to increase empathy throughout the world to avoid wars, they came up with a project where people would have to share physical pain. So if everyone shared pain with each other, they wouldn't want to fight because if you shot someone or hurt someone, you would feel it too, right? So they're abducted and they're all part of this experiment against their will. And the person facilitating it is someone the main character remembers vaguely from his past. And this main character is named... Bob. Yeah, Bob. Bob from Japan. <laughs> Katsushira Agata. Um, I totally forgot what they called him in the show. They certainly didn't call him that. But anyway, so he remembers someone from his past named Noriko. That was her name. And the quirk about the main character is, up until now, he could feel no pain. He was part of some experiment as a child, but you don't know initially what. You can kind of understand that it might have been the same experiment, but you don't know. And since then, as a child, he's had, like, white hair, and he can feel no pain. None. So, like, in the beginning, people are, like, beating him up. And he doesn't defend himself because he doesn't care. Like, it doesn't hurt him. He's like, one I mean, punch it man. Well, it, the problem is it hurts <laughs> him. Like, he gets all bloody, but <laughs> he can't feel it. Yeah. And the childhood friend, Chidori, is all upset. Or Chidori. She's all upset because she's like, why do you let them beat up on you? And he's like, meh. Like, he doesn't care because, like, his emotions slash feelings are gone. And feeling of pain. So they're all abducted. Him and her included, plus four other people they don't know yet. And now suddenly they're part of an experiment. They're very upset. 
and the girl he remembers from his past is challenging them to different things like reveal your biggest secret was one of the things and they all have to take turns and if they don't she could like shock them with pain and they're upset by that collectively and pressure the person into sharing their secret because if one person gets shocked they all do right so like the first aspect of the experiment you see how it works because um the six other people have incentive to peer pressure the other one into telling the secret or else they all have to suffer too yeah and each person has like a quirk and it's revealed in the experiment they pick like vastly different people one person who feels nothing one guy who's like the hot-headed fighter guy uh, Cheater is like very emotional. Uh, Nico, who's like very airheaded girl, and then you have like the cool lover boy character, and then this like really reserved glasses girl trope. So they pick like these. They purposely in the experiment pick like the one-off types of people because they want to experiment like experiment in the widest range possible, not just normal people. And the show progresses like that. And the main driving point is they have to adapt to that. It's like Kokoro Connect because eventually they can hear each other's thoughts, which is when the show gets really good. I really enjoyed that part. Because now suddenly they're not even dealing with the physical pain, they're dealing with the <clears throat> emotional. And it reminded me of Kokoro Connect with their love triangle because it, there's love triangles in this where it's like mm, they're hurting each other emotionally and they can feel that pain and like they have the love triangle going on. So it was very similar. Hmm. And um, and then I don't want to spoil the main part, but like the main mystery is between the main character, Katsuhira, the guy who feels no pain, and the girl, Noriko, who's in charge of the now present day experiment. And there's like a past history between them that's revealed slowly from when they were kids. Ah. And... All of this takes place in just 12 episodes. Oh, wow. And I really enjoyed it. It's, like I said, triggers... I don't I don't want to say take, because, like, obviously, the source material could be different. I don't want to give credit to one <laughs> author or the other, but it's very much Trigger's version of uh, Kokoro Connect. And I would give it an 8. I haven't yet, because I apparently didn't record I watched this on my anime list, but... Oh, come on. The animation's beautiful, like all Trigger shows. Mm -hmm. The sound design is actually good. I, It could just be because I watched it upstairs instead of mm -hmm. downstairs. Like, downstairs I have my TV, upstairs I have my computer. But at my computer I have nice speakers. So I really noticed all the different sound elements they used. And they have a lot of good sound effects and, like, really dramatic music. Like, if someone played one of the Kiznaiver tracks, whether it was the opening... Or just like the different emotional parts of the show. I could pin the track to the part of the show, which is impressive to make you remember. It's a good use of sound and music. So there's like three tracks that are really good from it that I remember. Cool. And, and what else? What do what do people include? As far as, far as plot, it's predictable. I don't want to give it away because like you could still really enjoy it watching the show. But as far as the childhood friend... And the person running the experiment thing goes, you can kind of predict what happened in the past. But how the connections and the experiment and the characters progress is really, really impressive that they could develop seven characters across 12 episodes. So it was like a more compact and, I want to say, polished version of Kokoro Connect, whereas Kokoro Connect kind of made up for itself in its OVA. 
it kind of was all over the place before that. Yeah, I gotta agree with you there. Whereas this one was like, I could recommend it to someone as like, you'll enjoy it as a standalone show. So, I think that's it. Alright. Well, there we go. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. Check out our uh, review index and uh, like the show. Uh, rate us on iTunes. And uh, leave a comment at bonsaibeat.com. Alright, everybody, thanks again. Have a great week and uh, talk to you soon. This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to bonsaibeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.